everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We want to invite you to learn more about the heart and vision of City of Lights. So check out our website at cityoflights.church and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at City Lights Indie. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy today's message. Everything begins with light, and everything is birthed from family, and together we shine as one. Everything begins with light, and everything is birthed through family. Together we shine as one. The beginning of City of Lights was much like the beginning of all creation. When we look at Genesis, the book of beginnings, in the first chapter, we see that darkness covered the deep, deep darkness. And it said that the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. In other words, God was up to something. He was up to something beautiful something brilliant, something bright, and with four radiant words, he began everything. Let there be light. And there was. And he looked at it, and he said there was good. But he was just getting started. See, in 2011, Kelly and I, we had been navigating in, quite honestly, our own dark place, place of brokenness. So we had been grieving the transition of our daughter, Aria Joy, from our arms into the arms of her Heavenly Father. And around November, as the creative director at our church in Durham, North Carolina, I was asked to help do what I did and, and help shape our series that was going to be out of Matthew 5. Matthew 5, 14 through 16. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. And as I worked on this series titled City of Lights, what began as a whisper in the heart of God towards us began to turn into a wild whirlwind of visions of people, young and old, of every ethnicity, of every economic status, from every point and place of influence in the city, shining brightly with the glory of God. We can clap for that. But I remember being overwhelmed by this picture as God was helping me to see in such vibrance how so often we overlook the unspectacular or the mundane. I think of one of the most bright and brilliant faces that I ever saw at Anderson University was a custodian that everybody called Cap because he wore a captain's hat all the time. But the life and the joy that he walked in. I talked about my daughter who was on this earth for five months and 28 days, and yet her life still radiates to this day with the light of God. And it would be still some years later until God would fully illuminate that what he was birthing in me was not just a sermon series, but a spiritual family that he wanted to see on the earth. A church, a people that he was wanting to gather and to cultivate. That's why we're here today. 
because God began just as he spoke light into existence to begin building his family. God spoke and that same word and that same whisper whisper began to stir in people's hearts all over the place. Everything begins with light, but everything is birthed through family. And we see in not only Genesis 1, but in Genesis 2, that God was forming. We see what his intent was from the beginning. It said that the triune God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, had a conversation during this creation moment. And they said, let us make, God, make man in our image. Let, let us, out of perfect unity, out of perfect fellowship, out of perfect community, birth a family that will cultivate the earth. And it was out of that union that they cultivated and created and fashioned and formed and filled man to be fully alive. And it was from the flesh and the bone of man that God brought about Eve so that for all time, every person, all humanity would be birthed through the union of family. Every person would be birthed out of the blessing of perfect communion and fellowship with God. In that same way, God began to birth something first in Kelly and I as he began to stir those whispers up. He started to whisper it to me first. Took a little bit of time and some budgeting for Kelly was like, okay, I, I see that word. <laughs> Kids were long for the ride. Isaiah was already trying to design things, come up with great ways for our city kids to be. But then God began to stirring it up in other hearts whispering and other people, confirming it through many different ways. And this morning, we just want to share, we want to take a time to celebrate some of the stories that God has cultivated. The story of City of Lights has been, is, and will ever be a story of a family. I don't care whether you just walked in for the very first time today, you injected yourself into our family story. You ever look at an album, a photo album? especially now because people take so many photos on their pictures. And you get back maybe after a wedding or a family reunion, you start looking through them, you're like, who is that? Do you know them? I remember Kelly and I were looking at our wedding video. We're like, I don't know them. They must have just like crashed the party from around the neighborhood. Hey, they're in the story now. So whether you've been here from the beginning or whether you crashed it today, you are in the story now. And so we want to share. We want to highlight. We want to reflect on some of these stories we want to celebrate that this morning. So we're going to have a few testimonies. We're going to look at some pictures, and we're going to celebrate together. Is that all right this morning? All right. Okay. Do we have some pictures? Do we have the pictures? We do not have those pictures? Okay. Can we have my friend, Mr. Jordan and Miss Victoria Smith, come up? Oh, he is? That brother. All right. Go to the next one. All right. So, you know, if somebody could go summon him and let him know so that he can count a little faster. Um, anyway, we started out, you know, as we were coming and making this transition, we started in Jacksonville, Florida. For those of you, there he is. There he is. He's a fast counter. I'm gonna, you can go ahead and come up. I'm going to give you an introduction now. Uh, but go ahead and come inside. We started with a handful of people. First of all, for those of you who know, I'm the oldest of seven. I got a big old family. 
So it, it didn't hurt to have that my mom, she started our church plant with having a lot of kids and helped us out. Thank you, mom. Thank you, mom, for that. Our first members, come on, fam. I'm going to move this out of the way. So she got a head start. She got us a head start on that. And, uh, but then we had our first gatherings at our home, and God began to kind of piecing this together. And different relationships from past friendships, past family members, close family friends began to gather at our home. And one of the first families that came on board were the Smiths. And what's so special is kind of back in the day, uh, a fellow LC alum here, Miss Victoria. I uh, know we LC represents Lawrence Central High School. What? Um, come on, Bears. Uh, she and her husband, at the same time that we were moving back to Indianapolis, had just moved back as well. And uh, so God was really building this family and calling people from the different corners, the different places around the country to be a part of this. So can we give a hand to the Smiths here as they share real quick? I'm going to ask you a couple questions. We got Lucas here. What's up, Lucas? Oh, don't, don't hide now, yeah, boss. So we know up. you like the spotlight, baby. So uh, what would you say, what is something that God has done, you know, as you all have come to be a part of the spiritual family, what's something, a story or two that God has done in you that you just celebrate since you've been here in City of Lights? Yeah, so, um, you know, I mean, I think more than anything, this has been a year and a half of, like, continuously being opening ourselves up and being challenged by God, right, to pursue him, to surrender things that we hadn't in the past to him. Um, but first and foremost, being a part of a church plant, right, you're going to learn very quickly how to better and more intentionally serve him and each other. Um, and one of the memories that I have is one of our pre-launch meetings. I had been hearing and I've been learning to listen a little bit more closely to the whisper of the Holy Spirit. Um, and had just been like, you just need to have something after church, right? People just need to come. You just cook, like cook for the like launch team. And so I, so I told, I told Jordan and he was like, all right, sure. Um, and so, so I told people about this and it was just so funny. So then it happened. And then I remember hearing after the fact that launch meet or that launch service apparently went terribly right? And so people were just like very down, um, you know, trying to figure things out. And so the opportunity to come together after service um, was something that I didn't anticipate, right? But God knew. Yeah. He knew that's what we would need. Um, and so I've just been, I think we as a family have been trying to step into those types of whispers um, more than we have in the, you know, preceding however many years. That's amazing. And I just want to say, you know, that, that, I remember that specific Sunday because there was, we definitely needed, I think, a moment just to connect with each other. And, and, and I just remember once we got over there to your house, it was so warm, it was so inviting. And just, I think just having that connection, it reminded us of what we're there for in the first place. It wasn't about the technical glitches and all the things, but it really was about that community God was building. Jordan. What would you say is just something that you've loved about being a part of this spiritual family in City Lights? I mean, I think it's just the opportunity to, like, lean into the community, you know, get to know you better, John, and then just some of the other men that have been in different um, uh, city groups that I've been able to participate in. That's been really um, something good for me just, you know, because 
a lot of times, I think as, as men of God, we think we need to do it by ourselves. Yeah. And it's, it's not about that. It's about um, finding other men and women to, you know, share that journey with and um, to grow in faith together. Absolutely. And as you all have been here, because you guys, you've been a part of this. You got kids here, a part of what we're doing. What's something maybe that you're expecting or believing for as we continue to build together? Yeah, so I think two things come to mind for me. And, and I think I can speak for Victoria, too. Uh, I've learned not to do that too much, but... <laughs> um, yeah, I'm good. All right. Um, but, but the first is really just the ongoing provision that God's given to City of Light. Um, and I, I like to think of it as, you know, past performance is an indicator of future success. And for us, you know, just kind of going through the journey with John and Kelly from our, you know, our interest meetings to worship nights to, um, to uh, ha- having God, you know, open up uh, the Avondale Meadows Y with Jason and then also moving here to the YMCA. You know, that's just, I feel like we've had the, like a front row seat to something really great and special that God's doing. And it's just getting started. So. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Did you want to share anything else? Did you want to say something, Lucas? What did you going to say? Nothing. <laughs> Can we give them a hand? Love you, man. We so appreciate... Uh, I already have this. Sorry. Like, Mike, two ways. Um, we so appreciate the Smiths. The Smiths are just an incredible couple. They're sharp as all get out. Both of them are, are over at Lily and uh, you know, jo- uh, Lucas will be over there in a little bit. He, he, he's, on that, he's on that developmental track. But uh, we, we just love what God is birthing. And I remember when we first had our early uh, preview services, our interest meetings, you know, is one of those things where I kind of thought, kind of like Noah, where, you know, the Lord told him to build this boat and I'm going to bring a flood. And he was just really hoping somebody was going to show up. <laughs> You know, he knew at least he had his family there because they had to be there. Uh, but, you know, everybody else was optional. And uh, one of the really special gifts um, as, as I was thinking about and, and praying about coming back, coming back to be a part of what God was going to do here in the city of Indianapolis. I love this city. I grew up here, grew up downtown off of 21st of Delaware. And uh, had a great opportunity to connect with some amazing, amazing people uh, in my high school years, particularly at Lawrence Central High School. And uh, one of my just really special joys was when we came and we came in and we, we weren't even, hadn't moved here yet. We were just coming in to do a preview service, or not a preview, a interest meeting. And I just put out a post on Facebook just to say, hey coming back, planning a church. Anybody interested, want to hear about the vision, come and show up. So we get there, and we had some of our launch team, some of our people from Jacksonville. They'd made the ride up so that they could look for apartments and places to live. Uh, my family was there. Miss Carol was there. Uh, one of my spiritual mentors and, and reps from Every Nation Ministries that we're a part of, Pastor David Houston, was there. But as we got going, the door opened, and a face that I hadn't really seen other than on Facebook in a while walked in the door. And it was the face of a very, very dear friend of mine, a close friend of mine, and honestly a friend that I had prayed when I was in Florida, Lord, if I move back, please give me the opportunity to connect with my brother. 
and walk with him. And uh, my brother Jason Mayer walked in. And uh, it's really special to me that God answered that prayer, not just to reconnect, but to be able to build our families together. And uh, I want to welcome my friend Jason Mayer up here to share some of their story. Can you come up here, Jason? Can we give him a hand? Y'all keep clapping. He's not up here yet. Like, he's going to mosey. So I'm, I, I just want, I want you guys to understand a couple things about this guy. First of all, he's one of those guys that like, he was, he, in high school, we met each other. We met each other in freshman algebra and we were in Miss Longstreth's class. It was actually pre-algebra because we were kind of knuckleheads. We needed a little extra, <laughs> a little extra love. And uh, my man had a blonde bowl cut. We both had more hair than we have now, you know. <laughs> The recessions hit everybody. Um, but I remember uh, he had a, this Patriots jersey on. Yeah, yeah. I believe it was a Bledsoe jersey. It was a Bledsoe jersey. Yeah, it was a Bledsoe. Because yeah, Brady, he hadn't come yet. God bless it. Uh, that proves but, how long I've been a fan too, right? Yeah, that does. He's committed. He's hardcore. Uh, but we became friends, and he was just a great, a great guy, you know. And, and unfortunately, it's not our goodness that makes us righteous. It's his, it's God's goodness. And so, you know, I pray, Lord, I pray that you would bring my friend into the kingdom. But little did I even know that God was already using Jason to open the doors for us to be able to share the gospel in the city. And so he can't, comes to this first interest meeting. And after the interest meeting, comes up to me and says, hey, I'm a manager at a theater. Let me know how I can help. And the story would be that eventually our very first location was at the Landmark Theater in Glendale where he was the manager and would unlock for us every week. So, so Jason. Yes. I love you, man. Love you too. And uh, man, I gotta just let you talk because I'm gonna, I'm gonna tear up and we'll probably get there eventually. But why don't you just share, you know, what's on your heart just briefly, like what has been What's been kind of a memorable story or, or just something that has been specifically significant to you since God's brought you to this family? Absolutely. Um, so, like you said, he had that post on Facebook just saying, hey, anybody interested? And my family had always been against organized religion, but always tried to say that they had a whole lot of faith. Um, that to me didn't make a whole lot of sense <laughs> that's just me personally obviously um, and once my wife and I started having kids we knew that community was something that in church um, just the love and the, the sense of feeling wanted, needed whatever the case may be um, yeah like just, just felt like there was a hole so that's the reason why I went to your church, your, your meeting. Um, I'm glad that I did, obviously. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to... Um, 
kind of weird journey for me still, and I'm still trying to learn a lot about um, how to worship him properly. And um, I don't know how many people feel this way, but I feel like my problems and the things that I've caused for myself on earth are my burdens. And so I always try to figure that out on my own. Well, with my wife too, because she's awesome. But, um, but yeah, so it's something that it's very hard for me to try and let go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's getting easier. Uh, I'm not somebody who prays very often, just because I don't, again, I don't feel like I deserve that. Um, but I will tell you the thing that really changed my mind. Wow. (laughs) So, my wife and I have had six pregnancies. We only have four kids on earth. Those two little girls that I never got to hold still hold a place in my heart every day. (laughs) Okay, so um, my wife, the three that did come to be with us, they they all came relatively naturally through the regular canal. (laughs) And um, (laughs) sorry, honey. Um, But with our fourth, with with Lucas, I just thought everything was going to be the same. And we get to the hospital and things aren't progressing the way that should be happening. And so they talk about the fact that we need to do a C-section. And while this might be normal things for everybody else, my brain had never processed the fact that that could even be a possibility. Because, you know, this is the fourth kid being born. Like, there's no problems. Everything's fine. Lucas has a mind of his own. He showed up four weeks early. He decided to be all breach. And uh, so they, um, so yeah, they, um, they were, were in the, they moved her to the OR. And so I'm sitting in this room by myself at like four o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning, whatever it was. And um, I was petrified. I was so scared. Um, I was scared for my wife, scared for my kid. Um, I was scared for the possibility in my brain is just going absolutely crazy about what could possibly end. And then, um, and then I finally just stopped and I started praying. It's the first time I ever prayed. (laughs) And, um, and, uh, you know, we were even here, you know, we've been coming here for months, but yeah, we just finally got to the point where I could do that and felt like everything was probably going to be okay and that no matter what everybody was there to help us get through this as far as um the the doctors and the nurses and stuff but I kept thinking of of God I kept thinking about our church and everything and um yeah and thankfully Lucas was born and no issues so so yeah um 
That's awesome, Jason. Jason, what would you say, you know, as you've been a part of this family and not just, you know, one of the neat things was, you know, when we were at the movie theater, uh, because of the time that we needed to get in, really, Jason was on the clock. If he was in town, he was on the clock working and wasn't really able to bring his family to come be a part of it. Uh, yeah, but, I wasn't putting that on Letha. No. <laughs> um, however, when we moved to the Y, uh, the first day we were in the Y, uh, Jason and his family were here. Oh, second, second day? Okay. I missed the first week. Oh, you missed the first week. Okay. We'll erase that from the old record. <laughs> uh, the second week uh, that we were at the Y, he was here, and uh, his family came with him. And since then, ever since then, I mean, their family has been here, been a part of it. He's been serving. Some of the City Kids crew know him. He's been serving in lots of ways. As you have gotten involved, what has been kind of your favorite thing, maybe one of the most enjoyable things you've experienced since you've really been serving and been a part of this family? Um, I I don't know if it was because of the fact that I knew so many people from helping you guys at the theater, Mm -hmm. Um, but the sense of family, of feeling like I belong the moment I walked in the door. My yeah. wife, that's exactly what she felt when we walked in on that second Sunday here at the Y. Um, uh, they, uh, she, she, we got in the van, we're driving home, and she's just like, it just feels right. It feels like the place where we belong. And yeah, so we're really happy about that. Well, I'm so glad that you're here, brother. You know, I, um, I'm so thankful that, you know, God, he knows the things. And just as an encouragement to each of you, a lot of times we just kind of can talk to God in a very general sense. And we can almost have this impersonal connection where we're even afraid to ask for specific things. Either because we just don't think, you know, we, I've heard people say, oh, God's got more important things on his mind. Well, you know, he's God, so he can have a lot of things on his mind. He's not like us guys, you know. And each and every one of you, he knows the number of hairs are on your head or not on your head. And you can ask God for specific things. Can I ask him for hair? Yeah, well, yes. He can also say no. So there's that, pro- you know, this is the sovereignty issue. Um, but it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me how sometimes there are things that are so personal, you almost feel silly asking for it, and yet how God will even answer those things just to let you know, hey, I know that this is going to bless you, and I want you to know that I care for you. And as glorious as it is, and I believe that we are going to see many, many people come to family, come to the family of God, experience his joy, experience his love, I want you to know, Jason, that you our very special answer to prayer. And not just you, but your kids, seeing little Lucas, seeing little Sarah dancing. I was going to say, you had some moves with her back then. Yeah, we, did, we, did, we had a moment, you know. She, we've had some other moments. <laughs> so that was a good one. <laughs> but just to see Letha, your family here, I love you. So thankful that you're a part of the story. I love you, my man. Welcome to Come on, give him a hand, give him a hand. Woo! So, we were in the movie theater. We launched on March 19th. 
of last year. And the movie theater was great. Uh, you know what? There were challenges as great as it was. You know, there were some moments. And we got, we got some of this. Oh, there we go. Some of the movie theater love. There we go. Uh, we, we started out in the movie theater. Now, uh, if you were here for our pre-service trivia, you would know that a couple of the interesting developments was that our city kids were placed in the theater that happened to be showing the movie Kidnap. <laughs> the last couple of weeks we were in the theater, uh, which was interesting. You know, you check in your kid and then take him to be kidnapped. Um, and uh, and we, we had some fun times. We had three age groups in one movie theater. And every once in a while, you know, like the kids would glean from some of the leftover candy that may have fallen under the seats. And Johnny brought me a little half-eaten sucker one time. Uh, but, yeah, we, we felt that that week. Um, but uh, I knew that as his family was growing, particularly as we wanted to serve uh, more and more kids and more and more people in our community, I was praying about, God, this has been a blessing, but wh- where are you wanting us to transition to? What's going to be our next step? And I was praying in the co-work space that I work, and I got a call. And basically, on the other side of that call, God began to direct us to here at the Avondale Meadows YMCA. And through Josh Heaston, who is the uh, director of Christian Emphasis for the YMCA of Indianapolis, we began to connect. And he said, hey, John, we've been praying for the right kind of church, the right church plant to be here and to be a part of what God's going to do here. So I came, met with them, and as soon as I pulled up to the property, I knew that this is is going to be our new home. And uh, one of the things that has been so amazing is not just this facility. The facility was great. As soon as I walked into the incredible play and learn area, I thought our City Kids volunteers are going to love the fact that they don't have to set up one play yard. I think we actually put away toys because there's so many toys. The first week that our kids came in here, Johnny went nuts. He was like, ah! just jumping and going through all of the toys. It was, it was amazing, not for the City Kids volunteers, but it was amazing for him. Uh, but the facility was amazing. This gym is incredible. It's just everything was nice and new and vibrant and clean. But the thing that honestly has been amazing, so amazing, has been the partnership and the friendship and the people that have been a part of this. Uh, Miss Marisa Creekmore Armour, who oversees this location. Can we give her a hand? She's not here, but I want to celebrate her. She actually texted me right before I stepped on stage this morning, just saying what a joy it's been for her, for us to be here and be a part of this. But, uh, and, and Mr. Wayne, who's up at the front desk, always with a fly cap on. I'll tell you, we're going to get him a City of Lights cap so he can just kind of put it on the back, look fresh. We love Mr. Wayne. and uh, Cecil Morris, who actually is out there, he, he'll, he comes out there every once in a while. He was also an LC alum. But uh, one of the great joys and one of the neat, neat stories and testimonies has been that of Miss LaShonda. Uh, Miss LaShonda Lane, can we give her a hand? Would you kind of come on up here? Come on, come on. So, Miss LaShonda, when I first came and I was kind of walking around, you were giving me a tour of the facility. I could tell that you love this place, that you love this community, 
And there's probably a little piece of you that was like, who are these people? And what are they trying to do? But it's been amazing to see not only you come with, you know, Marisa and others on our first service, but you come and not just be in the building, but be a part of the family and come into City 101 and serve in our city kids. I mean, she is here throughout the week, loving on, serving, building in this community. We could not do what we do here. We would not have the opportunity and the support that we have if it were not for this woman serving between the Sundays here, praying for us, praying, and not just praying from a distance, but getting in it as she does every day when she's here at the Y. So, Mrs. Shonda, how has it been for you being a part? What has been some of your, your memories or some of your first impression even coming and be a part of City of Lights? Um, I guess for me, um, I mean, this is a family, and, and you feel that right away. And um, the family has embraced me um, and all the, the staff here, but um, you never know what someone's going through. Um, I've gone through my own storm, you know, um, and just to be able to talk and get counsel and love and support from the church family has been very, very helpful. Um, for about six years, you know, just with my marriage and with my family, just kind of going through some things. And um, about the time when City of Lights came along, um, you know, it, it was I was broken. I was broken. And but you go through every day and you work and you just it just kind of takes, you know, takes your mind off things. But um, I was able to open up. And, um, and just kind of learn to pray <laughs> and um, just kind of watching um, what others are doing and, but then also developing my own relationship with God. And, um, and I, can, I can honestly say, you know, when someone comes up to you and asks, you know, how are you doing? I, I can say, I'm good, you know, and, and it took <laughs> a long time. And I didn't think I'd ever get to that point, but I'm good. I'm good, and and just what just what I get a, as a part of being a part of this, and just being able to take that with me throughout the week to be able to help the other families. I mean, I I can't even put that into words. I'm just overwhelmed no. by God's love. I'm just I'm just overwhelmed. That's awesome. Um, now, you have a unique experience and view because. Before you were part of City of Lights family, you've been a part of this YMCA family and serving here. What, is, what has been maybe, you know, as you've seen this, you know, partnership begin to form and as youth, I mean, we've only even been here since the end of August. Um, and even looking forward, you know, beyond this first year, what are some of the things that you've already seen in terms of that working together, maybe some of the, the upside of that partnership together, and even things that you're anticipating, expecting moving forward. Sure. So the partnership, this partnership is new. I mean, it's new for the Y. I mean, we're working on church plants in every single one of our YMCAs, and we're almost there. Yeah. We're almost there. And, and that's powerful. That's um, part of our national movement, but here locally is just something that we believe in, and it's it's 
been different, and it um, I've learned to to say yes and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's different. It's not something we've ever done before, and so just learning and um, working with Amy and with John and with Brian and just figuring out ways to make things happen, mm-hmm. and it's gone so smooth. It's gone so smooth, Amen. and everyone's looking at us like, how do you do it? Well, you just you have faith, and you just you make it happen. Yeah. Well, you know what, as we're saying that, you know, next weekend we have an amazing opportunity to walk this partnership out. Next weekend is the, is the big extravaganza community outreach family event. And so we want to encourage you, come, be a part of it. You can volunteer, you can come and celebrate. There's going to be inflatables. It's going to be a great time, not just to be in the Y, but be a part and join with the Y to serve this community. So I really want to encourage you guys, uh, if, you're, if that's not already on your schedule next Saturday, to put it on your schedule to be here to celebrate with us. But can we give Miss LaShonda Lang another hand? Thank you. Awesome. Hallelujah. Had a message from my wife. Had to make sure I check it. You know what I'm saying? Uh... All right, now, uh, so we got into the why, and uh, what was interesting is just to see, you know, whenever we made that transition, I knew that there was probably going to be, God was going to add some new faces to us, there was going to be some different people coming, Um, and we had, uh, you know, some faces, honestly, what was hilarious is there were people that came for the very first time in our last service in in the movie theater, and then they were actually on our greeting team in our first service here. And in fact, some, one of, one of uh, the people that had come, she actually just recruited somebody who comes for the first day. Literally, on the first day that she was here, she was greeting people. I was like, well, God bless you. Welcome. It's amazing. And I started seeing faces that I didn't know before. But we, we came in, and all of a sudden, God was just immediately growing and increasing and building this family. And one of those people who God had been working on for a little bit, honestly, um, one of our launch team members and one of our uh, transplants from Florida, uh, Mr. Zach Clemens, um, he, one of the things I love about Zach is wherever he goes, he's going to connect with people. And uh, God had given him an incredible mission field that was Chipotle. Uh, come on, Chipotle. This is, that was just a gift, like a blessing, a blessing. I love, uh, you know, when Zach would always, he knew just how to bless me. Lord knows food is a love language for me at times. And so if we were having a meeting, uh, Zach would be like, hey, you want me to bring you anything? I'm like, is Jesus Lord? Have you? <laughs> I want you to bring something. But perhaps the best thing that Zach has brought from Chipotle is the person I want to have come up next, Miss Geraldine Cox. Come on. So, uh, Gerilyn, it was kind of funny. If I would love for you just to kind of share just how you ended up just coming for the first time really and connected. Because I know you had mentioned to me you were at Chipotle mm-hmm. and Zach had come there. And here's this kind of, you know, this church guy, you know, <laughs> this guy's part of this church plant. And God had already been kind of stirring yeah. you and drawing you back in. So what, what, what was that kind of move like, how God was connecting you? Um... Well, I'd been trying to quit Chipotle, for one. <laughs> I was done. I did not like that company anymore. Uh, but I love it now. You know, God does amazing things. But um, so, 
<laughs> I had been really wrestling with, you know, where I was going to be going. And at the same time, God had been doing a lot in me and had been telling me like, yo, you need to go to church. And um, I knew that uh, whatever church I would go to, that that was going to be my family, that was going to be my home, and it was going to be a huge like support community for me. Um, and Zach actually was one of the management, uh, somebody on the management staff for a new store that we opened up in Hamilton Town Center. And again, I, I didn't even want to go to this store. Like it's, you know, that's a story for another day. But um, yeah, so throughout just like kind of getting to know Zach and getting to know some of the people there, I had been hearing, you know, oh yeah, okay, so Zach does worship. Zach, you know, does the God thing. And he had, uh, he had just kind of been mentioning a lot of things about City of Lights to me. And then there was like one day that I think we were like doing dishes. Like it was a really awful day. And it was miserable. And he looked at me and he was like, Gerilyn, how did you come to this moment right now doing hundreds of dishes in Chipotle with me? And I was like, oh, well this is how. And I felt for whatever reason, very compelled to tell him like my actual story instead of just, you know, like the general spiel of don't ask me any more questions. Um, and after like I had done like telling him my story, he just kind of looked at me and was like, Hey, you should come to city of lights. I think you would really enjoy it. And it took him a couple weeks to actually convince me. Um, but I think my first service was the last service that we were in the theater. Um, and just walking in and, recognizing that this church was something a little bit different than I had experienced before because I grew up uh, as a Christian and grew up in a church, but I had never, like, experienced the love of Jesus so much just in a room. And I had never experienced just, you know, the idea that there were... (laughs) That there were people... (laughs) That there were people who not only were saying, like, hi, how are you, but actually wanted to get to know me. Like, it's one thing to have greeters in a church who are, you know, these nice smiling faces. And it's another thing for those greeters to be genuinely interested in the yeah. people that walk through the doors. And that's been the most amazing thing for me with City of Lights is just the sense of family and community here. That's amazing. Um, and, Gerilyn, you are one of those people that, like, you, I could tell you don't like to sit on the sidelines. Like, nope. you, you got in... She started showing up and was serving and getting involved. And not only have you been getting involved locally, of course, you started connecting with Mabel Moreno, our campus minister, wherever she is. Where's Mabel? Mabel, There you are. There you are, Mabel. Uh, And so you recently went to the Every Nation Campus Conference in Nashville. How was that for you? And what has God been stirring up in you there to to maybe step into here? Um, Well, the conference was really amazing. It was uh, something that I hadn't experienced before. I had done, like, you know, different, like, youth camps and stuff growing up, but they weren't actually very gospel-centered, which was really strange. Um, (laughs) Right? (laughs) Missed the mark. Um, But coming to the Every Nation campus uh, conference was really awesome because people within Every Nation really present the gospel in probably the most honest and raw way that I've ever seen before and in a way that I really appreciate because it's something that I've always known but have never really heard anybody else express outside of my family. Um, and so seeing, you know, all of all the teachings that, we, that weekend were amazing and then um, all of the, uh, seeing like just so many like you know, kids in college who were like super on fire for God was great. And I think it was like 50 plus people got baptized. Yeah. So that was really cool to witness. Um, <laughs> but just going there really um, kind of solidified and confirmed things that God had already been stirring in my heart um, uh, to, you know, go out and help reach the campus with Mabel and maybe eventually be a campus minister myself. Um, Woo! And- <laughs> 
Um, and especially hearing all the opportunities for world missions that's within uh, every nation as well. Those things are really things that God has laid on my heart. And again, was just confirmation that this is the family I'm supposed to be in. So. Absolutely. Well, I tell you what, I, um, you guys might not know this about Gerilyn, but I'm telling you right now, there's a call of God on Gerilyn to go to the four, not corners, because we know the earth is not flat. <laughs> But to go around the, Kyrie Irving hasn't figured that out yet, but you know, it's all right. We pray for him. But to go all over this globe, I really do believe that there is a generational call of a missionary on you. And, um, you know, I had been, I hadn't met you officially yet. I think I may have met you in the hallway and said hi. Uh, but I thought, man, I need, I need to get to know this girl's story. And uh, I was in Broad Ripple, as I like to hang out in Broad Ripple. And I walked in uh, to uh, Monon Coffee. Yep. And uh, as soon as I walked in, I saw her, and she didn't see me yet. She was sitting, she was reading a book. I think you're reading like a book with Frank Sinatra or something like that. Yeah, it was his biography. Yeah. And so I just sat down real like creepy. <laughs> and so I was like, hey. And um, after that conversation, I just, as, as you were sharing your testimony, sharing your story, um, I just felt so strongly like this woman is a powerhouse. I felt like the Lord was just saying, like, he is restoring all those broken areas, all those things. He's restoring it all. And you are just a, a first sample of the people that God's going to launch all over the world out of this house. And so we're so glad that you're here. We're so glad you're a part of our story. We love you. Love you, girl. Everything begins with light, and everything is birthed through family. Together, we shine as one. Matthew 5, 14 through 16 says, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light so shine before others that they may see your good works and give glory to your, fa- to your Father who is in heaven. A year ago, on March 19th, God birthed and spoke City of Lights into existence. And I truly believe as the Lord has gazed, not just over the stories and the people that you heard today, but so many that are represented in this room and some that aren't even here right now, that he's looked at it as he did in the beginning and said, this is good. But he's just getting started. And we have barely, I mean, we have not even scratched the surface of what God wants to do in this people, in this spiritual family that is City of Lights. Yes, we get to join the great body of Christ in this great city. People like Josh Hoosman up at Mercy Road. People like Jeffrey Johnson and, and, and the legacy that he's been building. So many others. You know, I think of a good friend of mine, a new friend of mine, uh, John Lau, who's going to be planting a church on the north side up in, uh, near Westfield, and, and others that are planting over in Avon, Echo Church. But there's something about my family that I love seeing God build because he builds through family, and it's through that family when each of us in whatever place we find ourselves, in whatever place in the journey of Christ that you find yourself, that as we stay connected to him, 
as we walk in unity as a people, as we are empowered and filled with his spirit and, and consumed by his mission and making disciples, that together we shine in such a way that all the city, the state, this world will see him, Amen. the one. The one who started it all, the one whom is shown his love, the one who is rescued and redeemed, the one who calls and draws us still, the one who it doesn't matter if we feel worthy or not, he loves us. He knows that we could never carry our shame and our guilt and our problems, and that's why he took it upon himself on the cross. That's also why three days later, as we'll celebrate on April 1st, he rose victoriously conquering sin, death, and the grave. I'm thankful for what he's building here. It started in his heart, and then he began to whisper that to Kelly and I. Kelly, won't you stand up? Isaiah, Aaron, won't you stand up? Can we give them a hand? I like that. I remember uh, as we, God started stirring this up and the revelation came that I was actually going to move back and I was going to come back to India. It was a prayer that I prayed for many years. First calls I began to make were to my family. I remember riding my bike and calling my brother Judah. And he was like, are you for real? <laughs> and so uh, I want to ask my family, if you're an Owens or Miss Carol, won't you stand up, please? <laughs> David, <laughs> Kayla. Callie. Um, I'm so thankful for my family. You know, I, I don't take it for granted that they're here. They don't have to be here. You don't have to be here. To have you here, it means the world to me. And uh, I'm grateful for my siblings who are not here today, but were here from the beginning to help serve and be a part of this. Y'all have been so supportive. So then God began to expand this. You can stay standing. He began to expand and start whispering some crazy things about moving to the north and where there's snow to these Floridians. And that's when he started to shock me. Because I know we had a beach in Jacksonville, and it wasn't bad. It was a nice place. And uh, I was having lunch, you know, with Brian and Amy Grant, and they started asking the kind of questions that made me think they actually might be crazy enough to come on this journey. And I go... Are y'all for real thinking about coming? And they looked at each other and they're like, yeah. I was like, Jesus, yes, Lord. Hey, oh, no, no, no. I mean, it was amazing. And so I want to ask all the Florida transplants, would you please stand up? I, I just want to, as you're standing I want to honor your faith. I want to honor your faith for trusting God, for stepping out not just across the street, but for getting new jobs, turning down other jobs, for selling homes, leaving roommates, leaving a community that was already there around you, leaving family members, and for trusting that call of God not to just go be a part of something, but to actually birth it. 
It's a different muscle required, not from just being a part of a community, but building it from the ground up. And I know it has not been easy. And I know that there have been times when you thought, did we make the right decision? And I just want to say thank you for trusting him. We love you. We couldn't have done this without you. And God's going to honor your faith. And I also want to say this, particularly those, you know, uh, Sarah and, and, and others. But particularly, I just think about little Eliana. That little girl, she has been a part of this story. And I love the fact that all of us, all of you, as God blesses you with children, you will be able to tell them of the story when you trusted God. And like Abraham, you went to a place that he would tell you. You trusted him. God's going to honor you, and I believe it's going to be a deposit of faith that's transferred generationally. Can we give them a hand again? Now, if you were at our first interest meeting or at the first launch team meetings at our home, please stand up. Go ahead and stand up. Where's Carly? Carly was there. I see you. Come on. Making sure everybody stands up that was there. Hey, Mabel, you were at some of those interest meetings. You can go ahead and stand up, sis. Come on. Meeting in our home, sitting on the stairs, trying to find some place to sit. You know what I'm saying? I remember, actually, uh, uh, you were at one of those launch team meetings, Ms. Dowd. You, yeah, just stand on up. Stand on up. You're part of that story. Uh, and I remember uh, it was so packed. We were so close. I mean, it was an intimate space. I remember one, one you know, Bryce, we, we got, all got uh, familiar with Bryce's golden voice. And uh, uh, so they said, man, the guy standing in front of me had a lovely singing voice. I was like, yeah, it was old Bryce over there singing. <laughs> But it was intimate. It was beautiful. It's a beautiful part of our stories. God was calling and stirring more and more people. Now, if you are at, in, in, if you are there at our launch, the launch of City of Lights, go ahead and stand up. You were there for the first day, for the first day. Go ahead. Come on. Come on. Yes. Come on, Crowder family. Now, one of the things I was particularly thankful for is because in that movie theater, especially the first seats in the front, sometimes it got real empty. And I got so happy when I saw the big old Crowder family come up and they took up that second row. I thought, yes, Lord, I could talk to somebody who's close to me. Although those seats would get a little too comfy, so every once in a while people would kind of get caught up, get slain in the spirit in those comfy chairs. Uh, but, but God was bringing something to building something beautiful. Now, if... You have been added over the last year and are here today. Stand up. Every one of you, stand up. Kyle's been standing for the whole service. Come on, baby. The story of City of Lights has been, is, and will ever be a story of family. And you are a part of that story. God has drawn you. God has connected us. God has been building some beautiful things in our city groups and in other conversations and gatherings. He's not finished yet. And the beauty of it is the way God works is he chose in his sovereignty and his brilliance to be revealed in the earth 
through the unity of a family. Together we shine as one. Together we shine as one that all would see his glorious face, that all would experience his glorious love and his grace and his power, not just in an ethereal sense, but clothed in flesh through the body of Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for all these people. Lord, I thank you for the stories that are represented, the callings that are represented. Lord, I thank you for those that are at the beginning of their journey with you, those that are somewhere in the middle, and those who you are building an epic end for. Lord, I thank you that we all get to stand together in this place and celebrate what you have done. But Lord, I thank you that this is not the end of the movie. Lord, I thank you that we're just getting to work out the kinks. Lord, I pray that you would awaken and that you would make alive new dreams, new vision, great expectation that, that dreams would be alive in us, Lord God. Lord, that every person in here, I pray, would not be content just with coming Sunday to Sunday, just coming and attending and clapping and responding perhaps, but Lord, that you would already begin stirring in their hearts ways to serve and engage, and ways that we can even extend grace and mercy and love to the community and to our city abroad. Lord, I thank you, not just for those that are here, but those that are represented here, Lord. The people that you're going to add to this family as we go out and do what light does, and that shine. Lord, I pray that there would be joy, that there would be celebration, even as we transition and, and we close this part of the service and, 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 and hang out afterwards. Lord, that the hallway would be filled with testimonies and stories of what you're doing, and numbers would be exchanged, and life would be exchanged. Lord, I pray that more than anything, when we leave here, that we would be in awe and wonder of what you are doing and what you have done. We would not be here were it not for you. Your goodness, your faithfulness, your love, your power working on the inside of us. But we honor you, we thank you. It is you under your banner that we are made one. It is your light that shines in us that the whole world would see your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give him praise. Thanks again for joining us. Don't forget, you can find us online at cityoflights.church and connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.